0: the weekend we learned some really upsetting news an american journalist named gonzalo liera was killed while in ukrainian custody now ultimately some of you might not be familiar with his story he was a reporter journalist based in ukraine but he is an american citizen and ultimately he was debunking the mainstream narrative on what was happening in the war with ukraine and russia and ultimately, the mainstream media didn't like that. Ultimately, they referred to him as a rep- Russian propagandist, and they told other lies. But he was your only source of information in Ukraine who ultimately told you what was actually happening. He he pretty much was straightforward and said that Russia is winning this war and Ukraine is losing. And that was something they didn't want U.S. taxpayers to know about because they still wanted us to fund this war. Now, sadly, he knew what he was doing and it was putting him at risk, speaking the truth. And sadly, he was detained, he was released. And then when he was in his last final video was trying to flee and go to Hungary to seek political asylum, he was detained again by the Ukrainians and he died. But ultimately, he knew he was going to die if he was detained again. And that's the part that gives us all chills. Now, the news initially first came from Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson did post on Twitter that Liara did die, and it was not confirmed by the government. We later did get that confirmed. Before we get to that part, I want to play a clip of Liara's father ultimately describing how the U.S. government was not helping his son get out of Ukrainian custody.
1: Insofar as the U.S. embassy, they haven't done a thing. Neither I, nor his sister living in the USA, and I'm reading because I don't want to lose anything, neither I nor his sister living in the USA have been able to communicate with Gonzalo. He's incommunicado. The U.S. Embassy has not answered our inquiries. The Embassy in Kiev never offered a defense attorney never visited him except, for the first time, his court appointment last November 8th. The embassy has just burned out, Gonzalo. An American citizen by birth is in jail because he was exercising his right of freedom of speech. His defense, as I said before, is in the hands of a court-appointment Ukrainian attorney that doesn't speak any English. The USA government, with its silence in the face of this scandalous incident, suggests a degree of complicity, or at least tacit approval of Gonzalo's arrest, since nothing else convincingly explains the conspicuous lack of response
0: upsetting to hear but ultimately he's saying what we've already heard before that the US government the Biden regime did nothing to save his son and we're talking about Ukraine guys we're not talking about a country that hates us we're talking about Ukraine a country that needs us a country that continues to beg us for billions and billions of dollars more they need us more than we we need them and let's be real here the Biden administration cared a little bit they would have reached out they would have tried to get this man out of custody but ultimately Gonzalo was somebody who was very outspoken on social media and called it like it was. He ultimately would call out the Biden regime for being a conglomerate of idiots. And as a result, when he needed their help, they allegedly did not help him. Now, let's just pretend like we're playing on fairgrounds here. After hearing about his passing, I did reach out. I reached out to the White House, Corinne Jean-Pierre, never responded back. For those of you who don't know, that is the White House press secretary. And then I reached out to the State Department, who would obviously be the ones who would have gotten involved here. I asked specific questions. And let me tell you what these questions were that I reached out regarding. Number one, obviously, I asked him to confirm whether he passed. But the second question was just pretty much involved in what is the U.S. government doing to get Gonzalo out? Are they involved? Are they communicating with his family? Simple questions that somebody should be able to answer within the State Department or within the White House. As I said, the White House did not respond, but the State Department did. And we're going to pull up that first email that I received in response to it. It is obviously just a template. It's not even stating his name. If you read through this email, and I'll spare you the details, because if who's worked in media for as long as I have, I could tell you that these PR people, which are, you know, communications individuals they they do have a certain set of templates that they go through when questions like this arise right where is this u.s citizen and 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 things of that nature so ultimately this whoever was on at the state department for the weekend working literally sent me a template saying we take the role of assisting u.s citizens abroad seriously and providing all appropriate assistance we offer our sincerest condolences to the family on their loss again they can't even say his name so after reading this, I did something that I've actually never do. I actually reached back out to the State Department. And I asked them to revise their statement because ultimately this statement that they provided me with is garbage. It doesn't address the issues, it doesn't address how easy it would have been for them to reach out and get this man out of Ukrainian custody. And ultimately, at first, the State Department declined. And so I published this on Twitter, on Substack, and it did gain a lot of traction later yesterday evening i received a follow-up from the state department and we'll bring that up on your screen right now in it they finally say his name we, c- we can't confirm the death of u.s citizen gonzalo Liera in ukraine we offer our sincerest condolences to the family on their loss again it's the template they're just plugging in his information now we stand ready to provide all appropriate assistance garbage again And out of respect for the family during these difficult times, we have no further comments. Again, you just heard his father speaking and saying that they were ignoring him while he was trying to get them involved and help him get his son out of Ukrainian custody. Again, it was so easy for them to get involved. This is Ukraine, guys. They have no problem getting on their private jets, flying to a war zone in Kiev to shake hands, do a photo op. You didn't think it was going to come up one time? The president's gone there multiple times to visit. So has the vice president. So has Republican politicians. They all have been there. So ultimately, yes, they could have said something. Yes, they could have taken back on one of those planes. He did not have to die in there. But yet they didn't do anything about it. And they intentionally didn't do anything about it. And you have to believe that at this point. Because again, they do not even want to say his name. Again, I asked the State Department, what efforts did you guys make during his detainment to reach out to the Ukrainian government? And again... Again, guys, the State Department would not specifically address that issue. They sent me another template response. So ultimately, yes, a U.S. citizen just died in Ukraine for no reason at all. Ultimately, because he was disputing the narrative that was going on in the reporting regarding the war with Russia and Ukraine, and he was killed for it. Now, the details about his his death are unknown right now, and I honestly wouldn't believe anyone, even if they told me something, I wouldn't believe it. But we have to wait. His father did tell reporters that his son was being tortured, but he was limited in communication with him. There were other reports that he had pneumonia and he was dying of pneumonia. Ultimately, Gonzalo himself told American citizens and everyone else on the internet that if he were to be detained again, he would die in a Ukrainian prison. And yes, that's the part that gives me chills, that he knew he was going to die if they arrested him again. And now he's dead. So should we be a little fearful? Heck yeah, we should be. Because the United States government didn't come to save this man, and they could have. It would have been the easiest thing to do, especially given that this is the same administration that had no problem at all going to go rescue a black gay WNBA player. And instead of, you know, just getting her for free from Russia, which was a very difficult task to even get her back into the U.S., because again, she was smuggling drugs into Russia. Whether you agree with her or not, guys, marijuana is illegal in certain countries, and you cannot just bring it into their countries. You have to respect their laws. But again the biden administration prioritized getting her out of there they even traded her for a war criminal a war criminal who's who's committed atrocities all around the world and they gave him up they released him he is now back in the world so they did something that was extremely difficult and put all of us at risk just get a couple of headlines but now now that there's an american well there was an american in ukrainian custody it looks like the department of justice did nothing to get him out Now, if you're wondering what the reports were on on all of this i was too but i have no idea where the mainstream media is on all of this they have not reported at all the death of an american citizen in ukrainian custody and so well i do what i always do reach out for comment i've reached out to fox news cbs news cnn msnbc wapo new york times abc news and other outlets and i specifically asked them right now i don't see this on your website are you guys intending at any point to cover the death of this American journalist? Well, if you're wondering who responded to me, the answer is nobody. Nobody in the corporate media responded. Ultimately, these people don't care. They don't care. They don't want to get involved. They don't care that an American citizen died in Ukrainian custody. And you have to wonder now, and I say this very vaguely because I'm well aware of what this is going to sound like. But ultimately, it looks like the Ukrainian government had an American citizen killed because they were not happy with this coverage on the war with Ukraine and Russia. And ultimately, people like myself, independent journalists, are seeing this and we have every reason to be worried about the things that we're doing, the the subject matter we're covering. You should be fearful because guess what? Guess what's going to happen to you? If you try to uncover the truth too, and it disputes the, the narrative of the current regime, which is the Biden regime, and you ever get into some situations, even with a friendly country like Ukraine, they're not coming to help you. They will let you die in a prison cell, all because you spoke truth to power, and you might've offended Kamala Harris by calling her a moron on the internet. So ultimately, guys, we're going to continue investigating this because we don't back down we don't allow foreign governments to kill american citizens detain them in prison for no reason and we all just don't look the other way that's that's what journalism's about ultimately we don't sit here we don't comply we don't sit here and allow them to instill fear in our hearts you still keep going i've uh, pushed forward a bunch of FOIA requests so eventually i'm going to figure out what's going on if they choose not to comply with our FOIA request that's fine we'll see the shit out of them I've had enough of this, guys. I've had enough of seeing American citizens being targeted by governments that hate them because they are speaking freely and openly. I've had enough of it. We should all be fearful, yes, but we all need to start kicking it up a notch because you know what? If we operate in fear, if we sit here and we pretend to play nice with these people, we're not buying ourselves immunity. We're just buying ourselves time. And that's why it's so important to get involved now, to speak up now, and don't allow them to back you into a corner. Hey everyone, I'm getting ready to head out right now. But Before I go, I always have to put on some deodorant and I used to look all the time for the best deodorant. I couldn't find it on the shelves at all until our good friends over at Give a Derm came out with a brand new deodorant. This one's called Pits Me Off. It's incredible. Watch this, it's super easy. And that's all you need, and it dries super quick. Obviously, I'm wearing black. There's no white residue left over. It's a natural deodorant. It's made right here in the USA. There's none of those Chinese harmful chemicals. Also included it. It's giveaderm.com, and then use the promo code Brianna for 10% off. You gotta try it. You guys, I've said it once before, so I'm gonna say it again. Under the Biden regime, I've never been more worried about my financial future. I called my good friend, Dr. Kirk Elliott, because I wanted to come up with a plan put in place to make sure I was secure. And he came up with a plan for me to invest in silver. I'm rich. I've got my silver. I'm feeling so much better about my future. I highly recommend you give him a call and just chat with his team, 720 605 3900. And you could also head over to his website if you'd like to schedule an appointment. It's slash Brianna